Hello, everyone. This is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesaling and Electrical Marketing with the August 22nd edition of the Today's Electrical Economy podcast sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. Champion began producing epoxy fiberglass conduit fittings in 1988 and in 1989 developed the first conduit from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This met the most stringent codes and specifications. Our podcast today will look at the changes in the July Electrical Price Index as published in Electrical Marketing and will offer a sneak peek at Electrical Marketing's updated sales potential estimates for the electrical contractor and industrial markets. We'll also be checking out some weekly economic indicators that can give you a sense of where the U.S. economy and the electrical market may be headed in the near future. These five weekly indicators are initial unemployment claims at the state level, rail freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rig count, oil prices, and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2022. For the week ending August the 13th, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial claims was 250000 That's a decrease of 2000 from the previous week's revised level. The national unemployment rate dropped 0.1% last month to 3.5%. Four states had decreases in unemployment claims of at least 1,000 for the week ending August the 13th. Those states were California with a decrease of 1,965 down to 40,471, Ohio with a decrease of 1,785 down to 6,122, Georgia with a decrease of 1,268 and that's down to 5,507, and Texas with a decrease of 1,161 now sitting at 13,679 advanced claims. There were only two states with increases in unemployment claims for the week ending August 13th of at least 1,000. Massachusetts was up 5,201, up to 6,644, and Connecticut was up 1,519, now sitting at 7,961. An interesting leading economic indicator for the overall U.S. economy is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this date is the American Association of Railroads, or AAR. It publishes this data weekly at www.aar.org. For the week ending August the 13th, total U.S. weekly rail traffic was 502,775 carloads and intermodal units. That's down 0.3% compared with the same week last year. Total combined U.S. traffic for the first 32 weeks of 2022 was 15,812,753 carloads and intermodal units, and that's a decrease of 3.1% compared to last year. Individual freight category patterns remain close to the recent activity, with most categories in the red compared to this time last year. Petroleum and petroleum products were down the most with an 11.6% drop, followed by metallic ores and minerals with a 7.2% drop. Grain was down 6%. Non-metallic minerals were up the most at 4.5% year-to-date compared to 2022, followed by chemicals at 3.7%, and farm products excluding grain at 3.6%. Coal saw a 3.3% increase. If you're tracking the oil market, you're probably familiar with the Baker Hughes recount, which tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. This data is available by state, by basin, and nationally every week at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. This slide gives you an idea of the largest oil and gas deposits. It gives you a good sense of just how many of the large oil plays are in Texas and Oklahoma, and how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. 
In today's podcast, I thought we'd look at the relationship between the changes over the last 10 years in the Baker Hughes rig count and the price of West Texas Intermediate Oil. As you can see in the charts, the price changes in oil since August of 2012 are closely linked with the Baker Hughes rig count. In the chart at the left, the blue line represents the total rig count, and you can see that it roughly tracks the price of oil over the past decade. Drilling activity in the Permian Basin, which is indicated by the orange line, typically and that typically accounts for 40 to 50 percent of all drilling activity, also mimics the change in prices quite closely. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper because of its, it's a leading economic indicator for future economic activity. It's copper is used in many industries with the construction industry among the leading markets because of its use in wire cable and copper plumbing pipe. On the morning of August the 22nd, the, more, the price for copper was $3.68 per pound. Well, that number is down from the $4 per pound heights we had seen earlier this year. When you look at the long-term pricing trends for copper, you can see in this chart that before the recent run-up in 2022, we hadn't seen prices anywhere near $3.68 per pound since 2012. Electrical Marketing's Electrical Price Index showed a pretty significant decline in July of 0.6%. It will be interesting to see if this decline is part of a long-term decline in product pricing or if it's a one-off blip. Electrical Marketing Newsletter offers monthly updates on 27 electrical products as part of a $99 annual subscription to the newsletter. We offer analysis of the pricing trends and historical pricing data going back to the 1990s. To subscribe to Electrical Marketing, go to www.electricalmarketing.com or contact me at jlucy at endeavorb2b.com or 913-461-7679. We always like to look at the, both the monthly and year-over-year trends in the price index. As we mentioned, it was down 0.6% for the month, but it is still up on a total basis 12.3%. On this slide, you can see the products marked in red saw some significant price gains. They were fasteners up 2.4%. Generators up 1.8%, lamps up 1.7%, power and wiring cable up 1.3%, ballast up 1%, and fuses up 1%. Here's where it gets interesting. There were a fair number of products that had seen some historical increases over the past couple of months that have shown in July some fairly significant decreases. Poline Hardware, which was up 20, is up 29.8% year over year, saw one of the smaller declines, but down 0.1%. Panel boards and switchgears down 1.8%. Circuit breakers down 2.1% in July. Boxes down 3%. Building wire and cable down 3.2%. And telephone supplies down 3.7%. Our next issue of Electrical Marketing published this Friday will also look at our updated electrical sales forecasts on a national, state, and local market area basis. Let's take a look at the largest metropolitan statistical areas that, are, that beat the national average on a percent basis for electrical sales potential in the electrical contractor segment. Any change in electrical contractor and sales employment has a direct impact on the sales potential in the electrical market. And if you follow our market planning guide each November, you see we have our sales per employee multipliers, and we use those same multipliers to come up with our total market sales potential. U.S. market, according to our latest data, is that up to $128.7 billion. The electrical contractor segment, which easily can account for 50% or more of the market, was up year over year uh, through the second quarter, up 9.21. Some of the markets with the biggest uh, sales increases were Los Angeles with year over year. 
sales percent uh, total uh, in estimated sales potential up 164 million billion dollars minneapolis total sales potential 147 billion dollars uh, dallas fort worth is up 138.75 billion and as you can see there's several other markets there with a over 100 million dollar sales increase estimated increases that includes houston new york atlanta and uh, dallas I've highlighted two sm smaller markets that actually had some pretty large increases in their year-over-year -year sales increase. Uh, although they're not as big when you get uh, compared to some of these other markets on the slide, uh, with electrical uh, when compared by the electrical contract employment numbers, look at Elkhart Goshen in Indiana. They are up $80 billion, ranking up there with the big boys. Their year-over-year -year increase was up 12%. Austin Round Rock, that's certainly an area we hear a lot about when we talk about the fastest growing markets. Uh, on a when looked at as a electrical contractor number estimate, not as big as some of these other markets, but they had a huge increase of 10.8% year over year in our sales estimate, and their year over year the sales also up $65 million. Well, electrical marketing's estimated sales potential increase on a year-over-year -year basis was not as dramatic as the electrical contractor market, the industrial market still had a healthy increase of 4.2% growth year-over-year -year through the second quarter. There were quite a few uh, local metropolitan statistical areas or MSAs that beat the national average. Let's take a look at some of them. Showing the biggest increase, almost double that on a year-over-year -year percent basis, Detroit Warren MSA was up 8% and with up to a total uh, with a change of $37 billion. Minneapolis, which also scored well in our electrical contact and potential, was also up fairly large on a percent basis, up 6.7% and up 26.2% million. Interesting to see that both Austin and Elk, Elkhart Goshen, which were mentioned as larger in the electrical contract market with some of the largest increase also are showing it seems to be having a good year on the industrial side. Elkhart Goshen year over year percent change up 8.9%, again, double, just more than double the U.S. rate, and Austin Round Rack at 8.6%, about double the U.S. total rate. That's our report for this week. A special thanks again to the folks from Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series in 2022. contact me if there's any other type of economic data you'd like to cover in these podcasts or if you want to drill down to some of the numbers presented but you can contact me directly and i'll get you a copy a promotional copy of electrical marketing and show you the type of work we do there i think it'll be if you're not already a subscriber i think you'll be interested in taking a look at some of our data our next presentation will be on september the 12th until then stay healthy be happy i look forward to talking with you in a couple of weeks